so who are you coming to get married to? <laughs> and she goes, oh, Phineas. And he's like, oh, he like totally died. We just only found one body. We're assuming that was him. And the mayor <clears throat> talks to Wyatt and says, listen, I have a proposal for you. I can invest in this for you, but I want you to get married. Hello, you're listening to Worth the Read Podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Shannon. We're sisters who love to read. So whether you're a hopeless romantic or fantasy fanatic, you've come to the right place. We retell and review clean stories filled with high stakes, swooning moments, mysteries, plot twists, and oh, so much drama. But in the end, we only have one question to answer. Is this week's book worth the read? Listen to find out. So how's it going? It's been a long time. It's been a long time since we've done a podcast. And I've missed it so Me much. Me too. I was just thinking that because I haven't felt good today. And I was like, maybe I should call it off because I don't feel good. But then I was like, no, I just want to do it because I just love talking about books. It's so fun. <laughs> I know. We've did, like, it's been a couple of months, really, that we've taken, yeah. taken this off. and um, Life happens. But you just finished this story that we're reviewing. Just last night. Just last night. And I didn't think I would like it because my mom like did the first little summary of it, like the beginning of the book. And I was like, I really like that trope, forced to get married together. Trope? Forced marriage? No. Well, yes. Close proximity and like enemies to lovers. But they're not really enemies. Not really. Like forced to get married kind of thing. That's what I love. (laughs) (laughs) I know you said that you wish you had to be forced to get in a marriage. An arranged marriage. (laughs) Yeah, an arranged marriage. You said life would be so much easier, wouldn't it be? I don't have to deal with anything. And if I hate them, like, well, I I didn't choose them. (laughs) (laughs) Not your fault. It's not my fault. (laughs) Not my fault. He's dumb. Wow. Um, Yeah, we uh, live different preferences. (laughs) I guess you could say. Well, okay, so that kind of gave you a little foreshadowing of what this book is about. This book for this week is A Cowboy for Keeps. It's by Jodi Headland. We love Jodi Headland. We do love Jodi. We read her whole Brideship series. Oh, yes. Love all those books. I do think the cover's really pretty. I'm like... The purple. The purple. I do love purple. Yeah. Look up the cover just so you know what we're talking about. It's cute. Yeah. It is super cute. I will read the back of the book for the synopsis. It says... Greta Nelson's how do you say how do you say Nelson's? I say yeah. Okay. Nelson's. Greta Nelson's trip west to save her ailing little sister Astrid. Could, did I say that right? Astrid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just thinking of it in the office when it was like you know the <laughs> the ex girlfriend's baby that she got. Do you know from no. the office? Come on. No. Okay. Please leave a comment if you know what I'm talking about when it's. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but he say says the a word and then turd. Oh. Instead of Astrid. Oh. And so for me, I'm like catching myself, making sure I want to say it right. But anyway, well, I'm okay. going to say like asterisk, like oh, okay. an asterisk of word. Okay. I just, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So uh, she went west to save her ailing little sister, Astrid, could not have gone more wrong. First, bandits hold her up in the stagecoach, stealing all of her money. Then, upon arriving in Fair Play, Colorado, she learns the man she was betrothed to as a mail order bride has died. Homeless, penniless, and jobless Greta and her sister are worse off than when they started. White, and then it goes on to White McQuaid is struggling to get his new ranch up and running and is in town to purchase cattle when the mayor proposes the most unlikely of bargains. He'll invest in a herd of cattle for Wyatt's ranch if Wyatt agrees to help the town become more respectable by marrying and starting a family with Greta. But when old insecurities and surprising revelations arise, 
Can a union born out of desperation survive? Let's start at the beginning. So as you have heard from that synopsis, Greta is coming to Colorado. She, her backstory is her... She's an immigrant. Mother died? Her mother died and her father, but that's a little bit later. That's a little bit later. So like her mother died leaving her and like her older brothers she's an immigrant she's from poland yeah she's polish totally missed that i think from poland but yeah she's an immigrant (laughs) they don't really talk about it though but she they mention it they don't say she has an accent or anything but she's very white she has like white blonde hair (laughs) okay yeah so polish girl named greta (laughs) (laughs) i mean her name's greta (laughs) come on i guess i should have put the like, well, I just I just read over that line. I guess I don't know. Okay, so she um, she's from Illinois. The brother and all the and her like two older brothers, they're in this house. They get married. They have wives and like kids, and then they all go off to the Civil War to fight for the Union for the North. And the dad dies, not the brothers, just the dad. But the, she doesn't really talk about that until later. Not that it's like a big revelation, but she just doesn't talk about it. Yeah. The sister, the sister-in-laws are just kind of annoyed because Astrid coughs a lot. Yeah, she's sick. They, she's annoying. She's and loud. there's just not a lot of space, so they just want her to get married. So yeah, they're out of out the of way. Because so then that just sets Greta and Astrid up for feeling a, like burdens. Yeah. Okay. Which her family sucks. So yeah, they're terrible, awful. So terrible backstory for her. So she has been writing to this fellow. She, yep, mail order bride. Um, and he agreed to marry her, and he's wealthy, has lots of gold and everything. And she already knows that he's not very cute. He He's older, and... Yeah, because he sends a... They sent a picture to each other. Yeah, he sends a derogotype. I knew what that was. Our history. <laughs> Basically a metal picture. Wow. Yeah, isn't that cool? Interesting. So <laughs> then they... Uh, anyways, so she packs up and leaves and says, Good rinse to Illinois. And she's on a stagecoach for many days trying to get to Colorado, where um, she, in the stagecoach, is also the mayor of the town that she's going to, which is Fair Play. And so she is in the stagecoach and gets to know him a little bit, but the ride is really long and arduous, you know, really rocky. And her, her sister is, is very pale and ill, and just it's, a, it's just a really long ride for both of them, and she's worrying over her. They're so close to the village when they get held up at gunpoint, and they're robbed. So by highwaymen, by highwaymen with bags over their heads, and they pretty much take all the gold. And the little girl mm-hmm. um, wakes <laughs> up because she was sleeping during all of it, but she wakes up and then comes out and like talks kind of to the guy. She's she doesn't listen to her sister very well. She doesn't listen to her She's sister at all. Very headstrong uh, and just doesn't care. Extroverted. Yes. So she'll go up and talk to the guys like who are robbing them, and she talks. And then anyways, because they kind of liked her a little bit, they didn't do anything else. They didn't kill anybody, because that was kind of something that they typically do mm-hmm. um, after they robbed them. So yeah. luckily, they've been spared. But since the, the sister is very outspoken, the, <laughs> she gives, the sister has a little bit of money, gives it to the highway. And she's like, here, you need it more than I do. Little kid, I get that. But then she's like, we have more. And this older sister, Greta, had sewn money into her underskirt so they wouldn't steal it if this exact situation happened. Yeah. And she was like, we have more. And so they're like, okay, well, give it to us. And she's like, gosh, dang it. Yeah. Oh, that drove me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. But also we should uh, say that the highwayman, it's called the Crooked Eye Gang. Oh. Uh, Crooked Eye Patch. He has a lazy eye. Okay. I thought you couldn't see their faces. You can't, but they already knew they were called the Crooked Eye Gang. Okay, well. Because okay. that had been, like, around the area. 
Oh, you'll see at the end why this is like, like kind of dumb. plaguing the whole area. Yeah, yeah, I know it's kind of dumb. Yeah, continue. Because, seriously, in my head, I was thinking they were the same the whole time. Like for some reason, I just knew that. <laughs> well, when they introduced the other character, yeah, okay, continue. I know. So, anyways, <laughs> oh, she arrives, talks to the to the mayor of the town, and he's like, "So, who are you coming to get married to?" <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, Phineas." And he's like, "Oh." He like totally died. <laughs> yeah, and then he's he like, did. And she's like, "What?" And she's seriously just dropped because she just got robbed. No money left over at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And her husband that she was coming to get married to is dead. Yep. And the mayor explains that they are assuming he died in like this canyon, coming his way back from California got to stuck get in like the no snow pass. They he was going to California to get um, furniture and things for his new bride to, to come and so fill up his house, fill up his house and everything with furniture. And but he died on the way back. So they're like, well, we just only found one body. We're assuming that was him and all this stuff. So and she's like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? So as she as they arrive in town, Wyatt McQuaid is there as well, having kind of a problem with the other kind of competitor who's also doing the same thing he's doing and. He doesn't like Wyatt because he feels like he is getting all of the good cattle and he wants to have the good cattle and feels like he's stealing from him. Oh, originally he feels like he stole his land because he wanted that land, but Wyatt was the first to actually fill in the paperwork to get it. And so like he holds a grudge against him. So he's kind of like the enemy in this whole story. And so Wyatt's there dealing with him and then the stagecoach comes and kind of stops all of that. And the, the mayor comes out, he talks to Wyatt. They have a pretty good relationship. The girl comes out, the girl, Greta comes out. <laughs> the female comes out. <laughs> the main character, Greta, comes out. <laughs> and she is going to every single store in the main town looking for a job because she has nothing else. And so the mayor <clears throat> talks to Wyatt and says, listen, I have a proposal for you. You need money, an investor, to buy more cattle so that you can get the, your ranch going. Mm-hmm. Well, I can invest in this for you, but I want you to get married to Greta because my wife doesn't want to come out here to this town because it's not civilized enough, mm-hmm. pretty much. She wants there to be more home. She wants it to be more um, family-centered and safe and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, more right like now, East Coast city. Yeah, because right now it's still like Wild West. And it's a mining town, so it's really just a ton of men. Yeah. They're not even really in houses. They're like in tents and stuff. Yeah. Besides the main city streets. So I get it. If I was that wife, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> No, I'm not going out there. Yeah. So he he's like, if you get married, you can start a family. You can, you can We can start moving things in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So that was the mayor's kind of prerogative yeah for this whole thing so why it's like well dang i really need the money this might work out mm-hmm. i don't know didn't say yes right away right? he doesn't really want to get married because he's planning on bringing his family from a bad situation which we can talk about later but yeah so he's like i can't get married when i'm supposed to bring my family over yeah so that's kind of he didn't want to get married for any bad reason just because he was focused on other things yeah so anyways, he decides to do it because he's desperate for the money. And the only way he can yep. get his family over is if he has enough money and has something working for them to be able to, to come over. And it, he really, his family history too, is he's just trying to like provide a place for them that's that's good. You'll We'll learn more about that later. But anyways, before they're able to go and like legally get married or anything, she can't find her sister, Astrid. She was in one of the, sto- in one of the like general stores or whatever, playing with the store clerk. She went back in there and he's like, oh no, she left, which I don't know. 
So sister kind of annoys me. Oh, she really does annoy me. She, so I don't think much. she's like an accurate nine-year-old. No, she's brat. Like she just right. does not listen at all. I mean, like accurate to whoever you know. But and like all the nine-year-olds I know of, like aren't really aren't that annoying. It's almost like she's completely unaware. Like yeah, it just she's written weird. She's very weirdly written. You know, and I'm like I can't. I feel like I only got to like her to the end of half end of the book. I don't even know if I ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever. Really I could see that. Yeah, got to understand her. Yeah. Anyway, so she runs she, away a lot. She, she runs away. Yes. <laughs> so she ran away because she knows her sister. I guess she, she kind of did something stupid and got her sister to lose all of her money, mm-hmm. which is like you're nine. You should figure. Anyways, but she goes and she tries to mine for gold in <laughs> the river. She goes. Her sister. Or, yeah, Greta goes to try to find her, and Wyatt goes with her to help her. And during this interaction of trying to find. Her, he's very patient, he's very kind, and he's like being considerate of them too. Because while they're down there by the river, she there's a lion or mountain lion right behind her is gonna attack, and so she goes forward to try to like block her block her sister from the mountain lion and Wyatt's ready to shoot. You know, if anything goes crazy, <laughs> they he shoots to kind of scare the thing away and then they come back and then it starts to rain and so they have to kind of go into a little cave section so that they're not getting poured on. So they're in there for a while and they get to know each other a little bit and he's really like kind and patient with Astrid and talking with her and usually most people are annoyed of her which I completely understand why honestly and so but he's patient with her and talks with her and that she admires that and just she learns a little bit more about him learns to trust him so she agrees to get married to him because literally she has no other option can't find a job she has no money they're completely stranded <laughs> and he's like she's really hot I guess I'll do it. Yeah. Basically. Like, yeah. He's like, okay, she's, yeah, she's attractive. So they, um, they agree to get married. They get married at the mayor's house with the reverend, reverend there. And of course the mayor, and who said kiss? kiss. The mayor. The mayor said kiss yeah. her or whatever. Cause he's like, we, you guys need to get going to you get family so I can bring my wife here. Yeah. So he like pushes them to kiss. Yeah. So they kiss and it, that's cute. And then they go back to his ranch. And mm-hmm. on the ranch, he's explaining that he lives with one other man. Um, well, he's like an older man. He, he sleeps in the barn. Mm-hmm. Um, but he helps on the ranch and stuff. He has like a, a limp because he's old. old. And <laughs> of course. He has to have a limp. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyways, he's just telling her about that. And when she arrives, she realizes, holy cow, this is a very small cabin thing that they just, they mm-hmm. built, which he's very proud of because it's they so did cute. it by, the, by with their own hands. They milled like all of, actually it was logs, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They milled all their own logs. And yeah. So they did like literally everything from the ground up. They built it. So he's super proud of it. She's and she's like, like, oh, this is tiny. This fits is so into like my, the living room of my old house. But she's like, it's cute. It's cute. Like she's trying to be super polite and nice. It's like, okay. But he's nice because he's like, okay, well, you can sleep in the bed with Astrid and I'll go sleep in the barn yeah but he does that because he's like he was already unsure if he should have gotten married and he doesn't want to lock her into a marriage by them sleeping together yeah so he's like we're gonna have a three-month contract (laughs) no (laughs) like Like grace period i don't even know what to call it but it's like because she they both agreed for different reasons he was like listen if this doesn't work out um yeah he wasn't sure he wanted a wife so he's like let's see if we even like each other first before we make it come solid yeah and then she might have to leave 
because she's not sure if her sister Astrid is going to get better. Because if she doesn't get better in this environment, she was hoping to find a, a drier air environment, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and that so. was one of the reasons she moved in the first place, not just because yeah. she felt like a burden at their, her old house, which she did, but because it she has um, consumption, which is tuberculosis, mm-hmm. which uh, fresh air helps apparently but i mean nowadays we know you have to have like doctors and antibiotics to help with it but like back then she was like hopefully the wild west air will Will help it clear it up yeah so that's why she might have to leave so they have a three-month grace period yeah yeah so they start um getting to work she's cooking Mm -hmm. and i always love it when it's like (laughs) when books like this they like the woman comes in and it's like trash it's oh. like they're barely holding on and they're like this is great and she's like mm, okay so it's like she comes in the pots are like covered in grease and like flies gross oh. that would bug me so much and she's like the bare necessities basically and judd cooks all the time and she's judd like the older man uh, older yeah man, the old man stays and helps on the ranch so she's like Listen, I got the cooking. <laughs> yeah, I will do this. And she cleans up the whole entire place. Yeah, so she, like, fixes it all up, gets the curtains and, like, a mat. And she, I do like this about her, that she's a very hard worker. And she almost immediately finds a way to start making money because they are both dirt poor. Yeah. And Wyatt only has a couple of cattle to begin with because he buys, like, stray oxen that come on, like, the stagecoach and stuff like that. So that's... He has a couple of uh, livestock already, but he needs the cattle to actually make a lot more money. And he's already failed at mining, at all these other things, so that's what he's trying to be good at now. So she comes in and she starts... She sees all of these, uh, like, blackberries and blueberries and stuff. Yeah, so he... Wyatt explains to her, like... These are the kind of berries that you can use. And, and they're very bitter. And they're bitter and all this stuff. And she's like, well, back home I used to make um, jams and I would do it with this, with these ingredients pies, and yeah. pies and stuff like that. And, she's, and she said, I would sell them and I can make some money. She goes, well, I can, if I can get enough of these, then I can go and, into town and sell jam and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I'll borrow this from you, but I promise I'll make enough and I'll, I'll pay you back. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, we're... We're married. Like, it's our money. It's our money. Don't and she's pay like, back. no, no, no. I, I promise I'll pay. But he's like, no, it's ours. Like, it's he, cute. That, that was cute. So, but she needed more berries. And so Judd is like, I will stay with Astrid. Judd ends up like loving Astrid. Like, that was pretty cute. They have a cute relationship. He like to play. He likes to play with her, and she like sparks joy for him and all stuff. And we so. find out later why he like is he so drawn to her. Yeah. yeah, not in a creepy way. No, no, no. <laughs> it's very sweet. Um. So anyways, he likes to he like he'll he stayed with her and then Wyatt and Greta go and look for more berries, but it's on a different side of land, and so they have to kind of travel to get there. While they're up there, she picks up a lot of berries. He helps her, but then he's like, "I'm gonna go hunt." And, she, and so she finishes picking up. While he's hunting, he heard her scream, and so he comes back and sees his ne- nemesis. Nenemenes. <laughs> Phineas. What is it? Phineas, isn't it? No, not Phineas. It's the patch guy. Who's Phineas? Phineas is the guy she was coming to get married Gosh, to. Gosh dang it. What's his name? Um, Bar- yeah, Bradley. Bradley. I was like, it's something so with the Bradley's B. there and he has and he a has an eye patch. patch. So <laughs> we could harmonize a little better. And patch. <laughs> So he has an eye patch, and he's the one who is his land is nearby, but wanted uh, Wyatt's 160 acres of land, 
um, that he filled out paperwork sooner for. That he feels like he deserves. He's like, you stole it. Yeah. I'm like, do you not know how the law works? I don't. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of annoying too. I'm or like, he's just an idiot. I feel like his whole arc as a character was dumb. Was not valid. Well, he has like a gang with him like all the time. How all do they the afford? Oh. Honestly. Eh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we can't. Okay, so they um, Bradley comes, finds her, and he's like, huh. So he sees her before anyways, and he's, like, just pretty much grabs her, is getting ready to take her, like, just as his own to do whatever. She screams. Wyatt comes back. He tries to take everything that's Wyatt's, basically. Yeah, well, he didn't know. And so when he sees Wyatt, he's like, oh, I didn't know she was your bride, you know. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and so anyways, Wyatt's a good shot, and so he's like, like shooting at them but not hitting them is like telling them to leave so as she is able to escape she brings the horse around and they ride off really fast and get back into town that startles her of course back she sees how rough it is in the wild west yeah that was really eye-opening for her but the the stagecoach was also yeah but she gets lots of berries and starts making more like jams and pies and stuff she goes she's able to make use the ingredients that he has and makes pies because mm-hmm. she didn't have enough sugar to make jam and she goes with Wyatt into town and she goes door to door and nobody's selling anything she's like oh my gosh I just wasted all these ingredients I knew I could sell these but yeah. I which I th- feel like is also working. kind of not realistic I feel like okay first of all there's no women here besides the floozies in the saloon yeah you know <laughs> I feel like if like a woman came up and was like I have these sweets that I baked myself. They would want it. They would want it. Yeah. I'm like, they don't have anything like that there. Yeah. Except like, unless they're eating that at a cafe, but who would be making them there? They don't, because she goes to the hotel, and that's, like, where the cafe, they, like, the only restaurant is. Yeah. They don't have anything like that. And I'm like, yeah. really? She can't sell a single one? Yeah. And it has to be Wyatt who comes in and is, like, charming and charms them? I'm yeah. like, it seems a little realistic. Yeah. But, okay. Anyways, so that's what happens. She's at one of the, she's at the last stop, and he's, like, took the and like really up charges them and she's like that's too much and he's like no no, no. It's, yeah it's worth it out here out so a here, dollar for a single like hand pie so it's not like a full pie it's smaller um yeah, yeah. and which is a, a lot of money a dollar is a lot of money back then yeah. so gets a ton of money yeah, from this they, first sell yeah, yeah and they sold out and she gets more supplies for her jams she gets more coming supplies up. and he was sweet and is like no supportive he's like this is your money well she tries to pay him back yeah and she's he's like no buy whatever you need oh and so she goes and buys like the jars and stuff from the store and he goes to buy more ox Mm. more oxen because he's trying to build up his herd anyway so she buys everything she needs and he was like i'll buy something special for yourself with the rest of it and so she's like oh okay so she buys everything she needs she didn't buy something special so she goes over to him and he doesn't have enough money for the ox. Oh, that's right. And she's like, well, how much does he want for them? And they're like, $12 for the both of them. And she's like, well, I have $10 because yeah. I didn't buy something special for myself because I'm not like that. I'm not, yeah. You know? And so he's like, really? And so that kind of bonds them together that they're like they're, supporting each other. They're working other's. as a team. Yeah. Trying to make everything work. Yeah. So that happens. I would say the next day... They go fishing, and while they're fishing, she takes a nap with Astrid. He ends up taking a nap next to her as well, and when he wakes up, they're all snuggled together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, oh, we forgot to say 
Back. <laughs> that was rewind if you didn't know what that was. <laughs> so when they were in town selling the hand pies, they run into the mayor again. Oh. And he makes makes oh. them kiss each other again. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't know why the mayor's doing this. She's like, that's weird. She doesn't know about the mayor's the project deal. as well as the deal that is made. Mm-hmm. That's important to say. It's very important. Well, I really, should probably have said that. I know. So, Anyways. <laughs> So that's that was the deal. She has no idea about it. She just thought he was going to marry her because he was friends with Phineas, who she was supposed to marry. Yeah. And he wanted to... Just being a good guy. Just being a good guy. Scandalous. Mm. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so they kissed each other again, and she's just like... <gasps> Butterflies. <love> because... <laughs> She has never kissed anyone before. No. So that they do have a conversation about who she did like because Astrid brought him up. But his name is Thomas. Stinking Astrid. <laughs> Back in Illinois where she was with Thomas, um, he wanted to like marry her pretty much, but he decided to go to the war and before they left, he wanted to kiss her, but she said no come back and I'll kiss you when you come back. Yeah. Well, we learn more that she didn't really actually like him in that way. He was more of a friend to her, but she really had nobody. So he was going to marry her as like help her out, but mm-hmm. he liked her, you know? And so Wyatt learns about Thomas and kind of gets jealous. <laughs> so yeah. after they're snuggling on the bank of the river, after falling asleep from catching fish, he asks her about him and she pretty much tells him, no, he was just kind of more of a friend. And that He's makes like, do him, you love her, him? Do you love him? Whatever. And she goes, no, he's more of a friend. That's serious. So that made him feel better. So she is learning how to do a really good garden because Judd is really good at gardening. And so she's able to, um, they've been able to build a cellar for her and she's putting away produce and things like that in the cellar to keep for the winter. And when she comes out, she hears, um, like, Indians. Like, she heard the horses, and she peeks and sees, like, the Indians are going inside the house. <laughs> well, Astrid is in there, so she panics, and she, like, runs in there, and they're sitting down at the table, and Astrid is serving them food. <laughs> oh, that was kind of funny. <laughs> that, was, that was cute. She's just talking their heads off. Like, she's just talking and, like, making them. She's Normal. like, eat it. Why are you just staring at it? Eat it. And they're yeah. kind of looking at it like, what the heck is this? Yeah. But they eat it, and they like it. Yeah, because it has jam on it. They've never had jam before. Yeah. She's the first one in the area to make it kind of thing. So they're like, hmm, yeah. okay. <laughs> they liked it. And so, and the whole time she's kind of like coughing and stuff because mm-hmm. she's sick. As they leave, one of the Indians stays behind and in his broken English says, girl sick. And and then he says, what does he say? Like, like healing, basically. Water's healing sick or yeah, something like that. Very vague. Very vague. Just broken English. Broken though. English. So they... That was it. And then we don't ever see Indians again in the story. Um, <laughs> they talk about them here and there, but yeah, those Indians don't ever come back. <laughs> yeah, Indians don't ever come back to Sorry. mess with them or anything like that um, on their property. But So they go into town for church on Sunday, and Wyatt gets a letter from his siblings back in wherever he's from. I don't remember where he's from. Yeah. Anyway, so he gets somewhere to... closer on the east coast, kind of like Illinois, where she was, just enough to be involved in the war, in the Civil War. Yeah. So she gets, um, or he gets a letter, and then his siblings told him that his mom died. That was really sad. That was really sad because he, the whole purpose of him trying to do this is to get her away from this really kind of awful step, abusive, step-father. abusive stepdad, because he's terrible, and mm-hmm. so he's like, I gotta do this, I gotta get them out of there. And he was too late. So he's distraught. That like, was really sad. I felt for him really yeah. a lot in that moment. I felt really bad for him. And Rusty is the stepdad. And he's a terrible person. So 
So when they're together in town, somehow it's there's a miscommunication and they're and they're they're speaking with one another. Oh. The mayor is there. <laughs> And he's like, oh, you're having a baby? You're expecting? Uh-huh. And she agreed to it, but he didn't, because he didn't say a baby, he said, oh, you're expecting or something like that. And she goes, yes, we are, um, thinking it was something else. Yeah. So she confirmed what he was talking about, but didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. So now there's rumors going around that pregnant. <laughs> to the whole town. To the whole town. Baby. I don't know why she went along with it. I think she was just kind of shy, but like why it was like, well, it'll help my whole story of like trying to start a family so I can get the cattle deal. Keep make yeah. it more solidified so yeah. he doesn't try to pull out his funding for him. But at this point, Greta's still thinking she might need to leave because Astrid is getting worse. Like her coughing's not getting any better. Mm-hmm. They're in the stables um, or something like, like that. Barn. Where oh, because well, Astrid wants to find the kittens that had been there last Sunday. Yeah. So she was just kind of searching for them kind of in the barn. They wow. had a moment when Wyatt came in when talking about his mom in his letter. Yeah, and so she's hugging him and she understands how that how that feels and everything and then while they were hugging then Bradley appears. He's like, You're not gonna bring your family here because you, you don't belong here. You don't Yeah, so he's like you can't bring more you're living on land that should have been mine and Yeah, like, I just feel like his whole thing is not very valid. Yeah. Like I said. <laughs> so anyway, it's just a nuisance. <laughs> that happens. Luckily, yes, yeah, seriously. Luckily, nothing happened, and Bradley left them alone. They didn't find the kitten. They couldn't find the kittens, and so they go, they leave because you know they want to get away from Bradley and everything. But he, uh, Wyatt, before they leave, Wyatt does write him a letter to let him know, come here. That's what she said. She was like, you need to go write your family. We'll make it work. Like they need to come. She in her mind is thinking maybe by that point I'll be gone, so there'll be enough room for his family to come over. Yeah, because she just had like found out that he wanted to bring the family, and she's like, that there's no room. There's no, yeah, in this little cottage that you yeah. built. But he was like, well, we'll build bigger. We'll make. We'll add on to it and all stuff. But. She's like, it's already October. Yeah. You want to build it like addition to this house? There's like. It's getting really cold. Like, there's just not a lot of time to do all this stuff. They He writes a letter telling them that they need to come. The letter was going to be delayed because it would get hold So up. he was like, come in the spring. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So he wrote the letter and said, so when they get back to the ranch, Wyatt leaves. And he's gone for three days because he wanted to go get a pregnant. Well, he got a cow that was pregnant and mm-hmm. wanted it for that milk so that they could milk the cow. Yeah. And they're trying to grow their herd. So pregnant. Perfect. Yeah. They can start breeding more and stuff. Yeah. And while he's gone, they just things are kind of normal. And mm-hmm. he's been thinking about Greta a yeah. lot. He misses you know. Greta. He misses her because they've kissed twice. They've cuddled by the river. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they've had a few moments here and there. But he is so excited. He's like, I don't know. I know I need to, like, hold off on anything because, like, we agreed three months. Set boundaries. Yeah. But he's, like, so excited to see her. So he, I like how he comes back. Jed sees him. He's like, just go see her. Like, I know like, exactly you're going to be what... useless until you see her, yeah, basically. go see her. So he goes back inside and can't find her and then sees that she's on the bed with Astrid. Astrid. Um, they, like, both start to, like, show that they like each other. And they both kind of initiate the kissing. So they're kind of, yeah, like... Yeah, they turns, right? Yeah. So they're kind of making oh, he the move. Oh, he kissed her first. Mm-hmm. And then she in the went. room. And then Astrid kind of woke up a little bit. Or she... Okay, just go. <laughs> I'm just going to lay here. <laughs> just tell me the story, Shannon. So he initi- initiates the kiss first, and then she initiates the kiss back. So they're like, oh, we both like each other. That's yeah. kind of what they're both thinking. And then Astrid wakes up, and she's like, oh, don't stop on my account. Yeah. 
Um, but he has a puppy for Astrid. Yeah. And that's when the it's supposed to be like a like a cow dog to herd the cattle. So they're getting it as a puppy so he can raise it to be a cow dog for when he gets his herd. And it's a cute little like black and white puppy. And it's instantly like attached to Astrid. Yeah. And then, and then Astrid kind of goes back to sleep with the puppy, Yeah, because right? she's really tired with her sickness. And then, so they go back out into, like, the dining room area. Yes. Start kissing some more. Mm. And Judd walks right in. <laughs> ruins the whole mood. Yeah. And. So rude. After Judd, it's, like, awkward. And he's like, yeah. okay, guys. So he leaves. And well, then, he's like, you need to build another room. Because, like, oh, yeah, by yeah, the show of it, <laughs> you guys. Like, need a room to yourself, basically. Yeah. From Greta's point of view, she's like, I shouldn't feel guilty for doing this, right? Like, we're married. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was kind of cute. I do like that premise where they're both, like, they got thrown into it so fast and they didn't even have time to process at all. Yeah. And so they're still trying to figure out what the heck they are and, yeah. like, didn't even know each other. So they had to get to know each other. But that was yeah. cute because White was like, we're going to be friends first before anything else. So let, I just want yeah. to be friends. So they're really like, sweet. they're friends now, and they're just starting to find out that they're pretty yeah. compatible physically. Yes. <laughs> so that's kind of fun to be along in the journey with. <laughs> yeah. The last part of this, though, is after Jed left, he's like, oh, I do have something for you. And he mm. gives her a ring. Mm. A so cute. gold band. So yeah. that was really sweet. When he failed at being a gold miner, he had like one nugget left, and he turned it into a ring. How sweet is so that? Cute. When he could have like bought it for supplies or something. Yeah. So cute. So things are going good, and while they are on their property just working, Bradley comes with his guys on their horses. Oh. oh, wait, what happened before that? I, I can see it in my head. It's not a big thing, but Greta has been avoiding Wyatt. Because after their talk, she's like, I shouldn't be getting close to him because I can tell I like him. Obviously, yeah. from their, like, making out. But Astrid she, isn't sleeping. Astrid isn't getting better. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to have to leave and go to Denver where there's a hospital who not really specializes in consumption, but has known to, like, treat them and make the people better yeah. who have it. So she's like, I'm going to have to end up going to Denver because Astrid's not better, and that's the whole reason I came out here. Yeah. Yep. So she's starting to pull back a little bit, and why yeah. it's like, listen, like, I, I like you. I like, I like, I don't want you to guys leave. We'll go together. I will yeah. go with you to the yeah. uh, the hospital. I will just wait till this, you know, spring when we can go, and we'll go together. And yeah. So he, Greta was avoiding him, but he was in the barn hauling hay, and yeah. she came out to milk the new cow they had yeah. just gotten. And, and that's when they had he that was like, "Oh yeah." So they had just had that conversation. He's like, "I want to go with you." I want to go with you. When when Stinkin' Bradley comes, Stinkin' Bradley, and he has and his, his guys, gang of hooligans, yeah, doing nothing all day. It's like, like don't you have what some are they cattle do- <laughs> like, to work? What like, are they doing? Yeah. So, anyways, they're there and on their property, and so. Judd is a really good shot with his gun. Like, he's who, super fast. Yeah, it's who taught Wyatt. Who taught Wyatt. Wyatt's really good, too, but not as good as Judd. And they're both out there, hands on their guns, having a conversation. Pretty much Bradley exposes in front of Greta that he made a deal with the mayor to get an investment because Bradley found out in town. So he came to talk to to Wyatt and was like, oh, yeah, I heard that 
you know, you, you made, a, made deal. a deal, you know. Yeah, you get a wife and cattle. And cattle. So he's all jealous, and Greta's like, what? What? She had no idea. She's like, oh my gosh, this is not even, is this any of this real? Kind of what she's thinking. Yeah, he's like, like oh, he just wants his cattle. Yeah, he's going to make just, this marriage work, because of course. Yeah, because he wants the cattle to work, yeah. and he has been pretending this whole time just to yep. make, just for the deal, really. Yeah, so she, she doesn't trust Her him. feelings got hurt, because she felt, she actually had real feelings for him, but. Yeah, it was being used. But she also was using him too. But anyways, well, she realizes that a little bit later. later. Yeah, she's like, okay. So, anyways, so then luckily nobody gets shot. Bradley yeah. and his hooligans leave. But not long after, just like a minute or two after, they hear a ton of gunshots going off. Still on his property. They Still just on can't his property. See it. So Wyatt and Judd get on their horses immediately. Greta takes Astrid inside and stays there. Bradley and his, his men shoot all of his herd. Every single one of them is down, shot, killed. That makes me so sad. Oh, it's terrible. That was My awful. heart dropped when I, it was like, I knew what was happening, you know? No, like, I didn't know at all. I was like, well, why were they shooting at <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> I know. I'm just a dumb reader. As, I don't know. <laughs> as soon as I was like, oh, wait, we hear shots. I was like, oh, he went for the cattle. Yeah. I just didn't think dumb Bradley would go for it. Yeah. But he did. I'm like, really? You don't think there's going to be any consequences to that? Oh, well. I mean, I feel like there's no there's no sheriff, right? They have a mayor, but there's no sheriff. There's no sheriff. <laughs> they have like a. The committee. Yeah. A, what does they call it? I don't know. Like a vigilante committee. Oh, yes. Committee. <laughs> vigilante committee who basically everyone kind of votes of like these people need to be punished kind of thing and they like get hanged yeah they hang them it's kind of aggressive very aggressive anyways but so that there's no it's really lawless and yeah it's very sad but judd's like (laughs) oh my gosh wyatt wyatt is like he's already failed at all of these other things and that's kind of his whole overarching his, thing is he's a failure his, he couldn't even get his ranch up and ready for no, his mom to save yeah. his mom Can you know that was yeah, hard failed work. to bring his mom over failed at mining failed at farming like all of these things he's failed at he's tried yeah. he, like his cattle are dead he's failed at being a like, being a rancher. rancher yeah and so he just is ready he's just angry pissed oh and he just he thinks he's lost Greta too Oh, because she's about to ready. She's so gonna leave, leave the next had, day. Yeah, they just had that argument before yeah, Bradley. She's right. like, "I'm taking Gre- or I'm taking Astrid to Denver." Yeah, like that's it. We're not wanted here. I'm leaving. So, so he's this is like the, the bottom, of very the bottom. bottom, low, rock bottom for Wyatt. Yes, but Judd is like, "Listen, <laughs> we have nothing we can do. They're all dead. <laughs> so yeah. let's just hurry. We're gonna work as fast as we can to cut them up so that we can use this beef and sell it, mm-hmm. sell the meat, which is a pretty high commodity." In Colorado, they're kind of up in the mountains at this mining place. Really hard to get stuff like that yeah. imported. So he's like, we can make a lot of money with this. Just this. You can't really cry over spilled milk, <laughs> you know? <laughs> or dead. Done, cows. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they... Judd's like, get, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. He's very rough and gruff, and he's like, you young people. Mm-hmm. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so they get to work, and Greta... Our mom used to live... She grew up on a farm. So I asked her, because in the book, they work all night, which is kind of like freezing temperatures by that point in the story. They work all night, and like most of the next day to cut up, there's like 20-ish cattle Yeah. Uh, that they need to harvest so they can sell the meat for. And I was like, hey mom, would it take that long? 
to do that and she's like oh yeah like my dad used to do it like a little bit faster way and she was like if they had to do that on the ground in like freezing temperatures just like three of them or two of them she's like that would take so long so accurate pretty accurate yeah so greta does this like come out like after after falls asleep she comes she's a hard worker she's a hard worker so she comes and helps and he appreciates that but still thinking that she's gonna leave yeah after all of that greta comes back inside goes to bed next to Astrid. And Astrid doesn't want to leave. She really likes it in Colorado. She came back after the long night of chopping up cows. What a better way to say that? Trying to save the meat. And she wakes up in the afternoon. Astrid's not there. She kind of waits all day assuming she is with uh, Judd and Wyatt. So Wyatt comes back and he takes a roundabout way around the house, but she still sees him. She goes around to the back where the river is. So he is washing up all the blood and stuff. And he takes off his shirt, so she's like all yeah eyeing him. Googly eyed at him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making a thing. Like she it. has googly eyes for him. Yep. So, uh he's like, ooh, I can see you staring at me. Anyway, so they kind of make up because then she realizes she has been using him too to get Astrid better this whole time. And as a a source of like support support yeah Yeah. so So she she was like i used you too it's okay i understand why you did it kind of thing and he didn't do it for the wrong reasons she understands that so they kind of make up and have like a cute little tender moment and then she's like well i was waiting here for astrid to come back with you guys and he's like wait she hasn't been out with us and she's like wait what so then she freaks out has already searched around the house on the property close by the house yeah so then they freak out uh, and start to search farther away. And I think Wyatt went to town with a load of meat, told the city uh, they split off into search parties. Judd had just gotten back. She told Judd, and he was going to go off and search right away, but he has been up all night and now all day yeah. cutting meat. Yeah. And so she's like, no, you go take a nap. Uh, and so it's when Judd gets up after a couple of hours, she feeds him at the table and she finds out that Judd lost his family. Yeah. It was like a wife and like a little baby. Oh my gosh. In like their cabin or wherever they were. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrible story. Yeah. It was like they get locked in their house. Oh, they like get attacked by Indians, locked in the house. They burn the house down with the wife and child in it, beat him leave him for dead and just leave so sad anyway so that's why judd is so in love with astrid because yeah, he he lost his own yeah he lost his own child so it's like his surrogate like granddaughter basically yeah um so now she, this is when i start to like astrid <laughs> this is finally when we're like oh because of judd we just need judd to be happy yeah so then, and she's like, you, you're not annoyed with like her cough and her like consistent questions and talking and stuff. And he's like, no. So he just reassures her like a grandfather kind of would. He's yeah. cute. Yeah, he is really cute. Yeah. So then Wyatt gets home, I think. Yeah, Wyatt gets back and, and they that's go when together. Greta and Wyatt start go and they go on their own search. Oh, and they see like the next morning very early. Oh, yeah, they're walking together. And they see the Indians walking across. They stay mm-hmm. at a distance. Yeah, there's just um, like a tribe of them tribe traveling of them moving, somewhere. Yeah, with the seasons. And so they're moving. And that reignites her memory of the that Indians one Indian were... saying the waters. And she's like, oh my gosh, maybe she went to the waters. And it's like, it's the spring that, well, yeah. she's asked why. Do you know of any waters, a river, a lake, anything that's nearby that could be mentioned by the, and he's like, well, there's a spring up north. And Hot blah, blah, blah. Springs. 
hot springs and so she's like she must have gone there which like how would she know where to go like well she does say it though greta was like maybe because she talked to the indians longer than greta did but not by much anyways (laughs) so they make their way find her in the hot springs with the puppy and she basically has been floating there for for three days days. yeah greta and astrid have a moment yeah because she's like I don't want, I know I'm a lot for you. Like, I know I'm a burden <laughs> to you. And then Greta realizes, oh, I always feel like I'm a burden to everybody else. She's just replicating what I do. Right. So I got to stop acting and feeling like a burden to everybody else. So she will stop acting and feeling like a burden to me. Go back to town, just Wyatt and Greta. Because he needs to sell more meat. Obviously, they have a lot of meat they need to sell. Judd's been cutting up more. And... Uh, Greta's like, I want to apologize for everybody and like thank everyone who was looking for Astrid, and they need to still need to tell him that she's okay. Yeah. So she yeah, goes so with Wyatt. Stop searching around for her. Yeah. Like. So they go into town together. Uh, so this was dumb, but it was so dumb. I cringe. Ugh. So, so hard. Wyatt's like, I'm gonna have. To, he's like, so in his mind, he's like, I want her to trust me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna break this deal off. I'm gonna break it off with the mayor, so we start from scratch. I, she, we can make this work together <laughs> kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. But he was gonna, he was thinking, okay, I gotta first though tell them about Astrid, make sure that everybody knows that she's safe. Mm-hmm. Then I'll tell the mayor that we're breaking this deal off. Mm-hmm. Well, they go into the bar, wherever the, everybody's gathered. The hotel restaurant. The hotel restaurant. And the first thing that he says, he blurts out is, don't have a legitimate marriage. We the haven't been is, sleeping together. We haven't been sleeping together. The deal is off. Oh my gosh. It's like so dumb. I cringed so hard. Yeah. And she was like, oh, Greta was embarrassed. Well, duh. You're just airing your dirty laundry to the entire town. <laughs> like, you can apologize for, like, I mean, they didn't even lie because they didn't say she was pregnant, but, like, it kind of got out. Like, they could have apologized for that to the whole town. Yeah. But, like, you could have just been like, hey, Mayor, can we go talk go in talk your office? Privately? Yeah. Gosh, dang it. Yeah. So, anyways, in front of everybody, so it becomes this. Well, then when he's like, well, that's actually good. Well, he talks, he turns to her. He's like, is this true? Like, have you guys not, has he been using you? How, how yeah. do you guys have, what is this relationship? Are you like, like a wife or are you a maid? Or a maid. She goes, pretty much a maid is what she said. He was <clears> like, well, that's great because I have Phineas right here. And so the original guy who sent for Greta as a male or bride is alive. He's alive. I knew that. Because I actually they, didn't. I knew I'm that. surprised. Wow. Okay. So I knew from the beginning we were like, well, we were, we're pretty sure it's him. But we I mean, true. Tell yeah. Because he was the body was there for a while. We yeah. Like, we're assuming it's him. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, it's not. No, <laughs> it's not. So, anyways, he's alive and he's back. And so because <laughs> Wyatt just announced to the world that they're actually it's not, not legitimate. It's not legitimate. They even have, though they were married by a reverend. Yeah. Like who cares? Like they didn't consummate it. I guess. We don't remember, yeah, if, like, you had to consummate a marriage for it to be legitimate, because that was a thing back then. Yeah. But I'm like, they were married. They have a whole, like, marriage license. Yeah. Whatever. So now they have to get an old. So now they have to get an old, and so... Because they're like, oh, Phineas is here. He can marry him now that you're not together, and your deal with the cattle's off. Yeah. Greta and Phineas go to have, like, talk to kind of catch up a little bit. Before they talk, Greta's like, hold on. You are dumb if you don't want to have a deal with Wyatt. Like, you know he's a good man and and very hardworking. And he will make this happen. And, like, mining's not going to last forever or whatever. I don't remember if she does that. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, mining's very hard. Yeah. And, And, like, it's not consistent. Yeah. 
she's like if you want consistent like land you you can see all the land out here is like perfect for uh being a rancher like you would be dumb for not investing yeah. and if you won't invest then i'm, I'm sure phineas his good yeah. smart sir will invest <laughs> and on, phineas and is like oh yeah sure <laughs> yeah yeah i will so then I will invest. yeah the mayor's like gosh dang it yeah okay i, I will still invest I but he's still, still kind of he's kind of mad about it so then uh greta and phineas go and have a chat and Wyatt is like angry because he's like oh my gosh i ruined i was so dumb i ruined it oh they also did tell everybody oh astrid's safe like <laughs> a side note. Side note. She's good. She's fine. Yeah. So then Wyatt kind of goes off to like to sell the rest of the meat. Sell the rest of the meat and try to get his like the cattle together. Yeah. And while Greta and Phineas are talking, we don't really we don't really hear or see too much about like her how she's feeling, but we do see that Phineas is acting kind of weird. He keeps yeah. like glancing back at his some sort of stagecoach and is like not really paying attention when she's talking to him. Yeah, he's acting funny. He's acting funny, and we find out. But the whole time in Greta's mind, she's like, she doesn't want to get married to Phineas, obviously, because yeah. she's in love with Wyatt. She yeah. already admits it to herself in her mind. But she's also wanting to, she's like, She's well, wanting to go to Denver, too, and so she's like, I have to tell Wyatt that I need to leave, but also, if I can, like, hold Phineas off, like, I can still go to Denver, She's already telling him that, but she also feels like she ows Phineas for bringing her over, yeah. paying for her originally to come over. Yeah, so they're so trying she feels to... like she she needs to get married to him still. Yes, so so they end up in the mayor's house again. She's getting ready to sign the papers to get annulled to Wyatt, and the reverend's there too, and they're trying to get the paperwork ready for her to get married to Phineas. And Wyatt comes bursting in there and is like, "Stop." <laughs> stop this marriage i love greta i love greta and anyways they work everything out what we find out is this woman knocks on the door and comes in and phineas is like well phineas is like what are you doing here and she's like i saw you walking with the girl and maybe she would she trapped you in to get married and i know you were going to cancel the the marriage so we can get married yeah and so greta and wyatt are so relieved because that's an easy out phineas found someone else on the way back was in love with her and fell in love with her wyatt and greta get together and he pretty much is like i love you i want to stay married to you and she says the same so they decide to stay together but they write up new contract for the deal. They don't get annulled. That is true. Yes. But <laughs> Greta's like, I still need to go to Denver because oh, yeah. that's the whole reason I'm keeping Astrid alive. That is the one most important thing, which I agree. So she buys two tickets on the stagecoach because it's almost winter time. The mountain pass they have to travel out of to get to Denver would have been snowed over. They can't leave for a couple of months, and Astrid might not be not might not make it that long. So. She buys two tickets to leave for the next morning. And they travel, they're traveling back home and like they have this whole moment. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I love you, but like, I need to take care of I Astrid. Need to take, so he doesn't fight her on that because she is really wanting yeah. to leave. So she wants so to go. They, they like kiss one last time pretty mm-hmm. much. And then she's like, okay, I do have to still go. So they leave, they go to bed, have a normal night. And she doesn't hear the coughing because she's like, I usually wake up when Astrid's coughing just so I make sure she's okay. She sleeps the whole night. She feels so rested. She hasn't in a long time. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't hear any coughing. That's really weird. That's weird. I'm so she's like, exhausted. Astrid ran away again. Obviously, the only answer. Because <laughs> so I she, didn't hear her coughing. Yeah. She thought, yeah, she did think. So she's like, she must have ran away when I fell asleep. So she gets up to tell Judd and 
uh, Wyatt what's yeah. going on. But she goes to the river first to find Wyatt and sees Astrid is already there. Yeah. And then she comes over and she's like, I'm getting better. I'm getting better, Greta. I haven't coughed. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't coughed this whole time. And so then just in that instant, <laughs> she was like, okay, then I guess we're going to stay. Hi. <laughs> well, hang on. Let's just finish. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So her and Wyatt start kissing. And they they're like, kissing. oh, we can be together. We can and have a happily ever after. Yeah. I think Judd is like, no, yeah, get out of the room. So okay, that's on. how the whole story ends. Yes. So we said this at the beginning. We could tell that this was one of her earlier books. Maybe it's not, but it feels like it is just because the mm-hmm. whole other series is just a lot more thorough, a lot more developed. So much better. More believable. Yeah, her writing style. And any book she, she comes out with, I will read mm-hmm. because I love her that much. Mm-hmm. I just think that this wasn't her best story and I... If she was just getting started, it's still a good book. Yeah. But comparing the two, we could tell. Yeah. So... With that said, there's three things that we like to judge a book on, which is the plot overall, the romance development between the two main characters, and the ending of the story. So let's talk about the plot. plot. Out of five, what would um, you Like a 3.5, because I feel like the whole deal with the mayor, um, with Wyatt, and the reason Ash- or Greta gets together with Wyatt, those are very strong points. Yeah. I feel like... The mayor wanting to get his wife there, that's very valid. Wyatt wanting to get his cattle, that's very valid. Greta wanting Astrid to get better. Those are all very valid reasons. Moving the plot along. Yeah. Bradley, I feel like the villain could have been better or not there at all and just figured something else out. Yeah. You know, I feel like Bradley wasn't necessary and he came at the most random times. Yeah. And there were so much other points in there to make... Colorado seemed like this very rugged, wild place. Like, there was the mountain lion. They saw, like, a moose at one point. Yeah. Like, the harsh weather, the Indians. Like, there's so much that she's, like, on edge kind of about the whole time she's living there trying to get used to it. Yeah. I feel like Bradley being there as the antagonist it was made not it necessary. It a lot more cheesy. Yes. Like, almost not believable because it was too much. Yeah, but that's also a good point because in her other books... There's not really a character like that. There is in some of them, but like it was more of it's not needed. Yeah, was the yeah. So the whole situation, yeah, which is believable to real life kind of thing. There's not really a villain in most people's life, you know. I like that point. So the plot, I think, was valid except for I don't like the villain. Yeah, I would. I would also say a three point five to four was good. I I I wish they had more moments. I love it yes. when they when we get more dialogue where you get to see their connection. Yeah. They have conversations. There wasn't enough in this for me. So, yeah. so romance it. out of five, I'd say it's probably like a three wow. because the moments were very cute, but they were so few and far between. Yeah, if there were just more. I know, but he's also like the way she described him. Solid A for me. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. he had like the dark beard. He's very like kind of dark and moody. And he's tall, not like big. mean or like grumpy. No. He's very kind of more reserved, but very nice and stuff. His physique was His physique was very nice. Fantastic. <laughs> I would say 3.5 for me okay. as well on romance. Yeah. Um, just same reasons. I just, I'm, I'm reading the romance for the romance. D- that's the whole reason I'm reading these books. I want it to be a little bit more. It so needs yeah. to be solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last one is the ending. I mean, everything was resolved. Yeah. I also, here's my other big pet peeve is when things can be resolved so much sooner if we just talked 
like communication. Yeah. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. It wasn't a huge issue well, here. I don't even think like I just think she overreacted. I think but here's the thing, if they still would have talked about what was holding themselves back, they still would have had those same issues even if they talked about it, you know? Mm. And they still would have had to go through what they went through to get to the point where they did. That's why I'm like, just talk about it. It might not fix the issue, but at least you know where you guys stand, you know? Because mm. if she would have been like, I need to go to Denver earlier, he would have been like, okay. And he's and if he would have told her the deal earlier, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, The ending, I feel like, I mean, of course it lands on a happy note, so I like that. Like, that's a good <laughs> deal for me. Yeah. But I just didn't like how fast it wound up because That's it was like, true. oh, Astrid's good over one night. Oh, okay. hated that. That, that oh, changed my She'll decision. be okay. Yeah. <laughs> she won't die That's, over one night. No, literally, that is because her whole thing was like, how can I tear her away from this place she loves so much? But I'm like, you're not. You're just taking her away so she can live. <laughs> and she, like they already said that they're gonna stay together and she was already gonna tell Astrid that they're coming back yeah so I'm like really you're not gonna take the chance of like she could get better more time maybe should have passed or something just so that it it made more sense for her to yeah because like one night she didn't cough at all but I'm like that's happened before probably 3. like 5 a five yeah for me. like a 3.5 straight across the board. I'm glad that Bradley died though yeah. it was annoying kill him off yeah you know eye patch guy Okay, so that's our voting for a cowboy for keeps. But yeah, so the the last, very last thing after the book ends, it jumps right into mm. Wyatt's brother's perspective. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I started this, I was like, oh, I like him. <laughs> I like this story so, so far. So he pretty much he gets the letter from Wyatt. But this his, is Flynn, Flynn, his second young, second oldest, second oldest. So, so he's the one right below him, like twenty twenty one, because Wyatt's twenty three. Yeah. They have a bad relationship because, because Wyatt just left. And Flynn thinks he doesn't care about them. He doesn't care about them. But Wyatt left because... He's trying to make a better life, trying to support, make a ranch or, you know, whatever he was trying to do just to get this family away. Out. But it does seem like he just kind of deserted just them. left. So we so get Flynn, Flynn's point of view already. Yeah. Other brother, two other brothers who both mm -hmm. want to go into war. Who is 17 and 15. 17 and 15 who want to go fight in the war. They have a young... The youngest is a sister. She comes in holding a letter from <laughs> Wyatt. Mm -hmm. And so Flynn reads it, and all the rest of the siblings are telling him, like, why are you not saying yes to this? Like, let's like, go. Let's go right now. He's yeah. offering a place for us to go on a ranch. We can all work with him and live with him. Are you kidding yeah. me? Let's get away from Rusty, who's the stepdad. Yeah. And Who Flynn, inherited the farm when the mom died. The so mom there's died. really nothing for them to stay. And he got, like, remarried, and so, like, he doesn't He's want courting him. somebody, yeah. He's courting somebody. So they know that's probably going to happen and that he's not going to... Um, they're not, They have no space now. They're going to be kicked out and deserted. Mm -hmm. And the only reason Flynn agrees to moving out or wanting to go out there is because he wants to keep his two brothers out of the war. Yeah, Brody is... I think no I actually think he's 18 he's like I'm enlisting right now because he's old enough and yeah. he's like it's the right thing to do as a man kind of thing like that kind of mindset mm -hmm. they won't go they're excited to go to the ranch I guess I'm going so yeah that's it but that's he's estranged from Wyatt because he thinks they deserted him the, yeah so that's gonna be the whole next book and I'm I already bought it I'm really excited to see how that goes so I yeah. guess I'm gonna read it I'm excited you know what that's called the heart of a cowboy. That's what the second one of this cowboy for keeps. So even though we gave this a average score, yeah, solid middle, solid middle, I still think it's worth reading. I think if you like cowboy stories, you'll like it. 
like Wild West kind of stories, because not even really heavily cowboy. Uh uh-uh. Um, like just like Wild West, living like settling there. I think you'll like this one, and it's pretty good storyline. Like it's it's pretty easy to read through. Yeah, because when you first told me to read it, you were like, "Well, I'm not gonna say anything and just see what you say." So I didn't think you liked it. So well, then now you know. <laughs> I read it. True. I read it. and I was like, "No, I like the storyline." What are you talking about? So. That's funny, but yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time when we'll share another romance novel with you. Will it be worth the read? Bye. Bye.